0: This is Battleground Ballot Box, a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm Stephen Fowler, and we're going to blitz through a wild weekend of election misinformation, lawsuits, and the final recertification of the state's election results.
1: It's been a long 34 days since the election on November 3rd. We have now counted legally cast ballots three times, and the results remain unchanged.
0: In the biggest understatement of the year, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger kicked off Monday morning by announcing for the second time, after three different counts, that Georgia's 16 electoral votes would be going to President elect Joe Biden. But in the days leading up to that milestone, we have seen an avalanche of dis and misinformation about Georgia's vote counting and election processes as President Trump, his allies, and even state lawmakers have tried to subvert Georgia's election results. We start with Thursday, December 3rd, when the Georgia State Senate held two very different committee meetings dealing with voting. In the Senate Government Oversight Committee, representatives from the Secretary of State's office and Fulton County fielded questions from lawmakers about what went right and wrong with the election.
1: Uh, one, a few things I want to address to make sure I address before opening up for questions um, are some of the frequently asked questions we've received regarding the 2020 election including questions about signature verification, absentee ballot drop boxes, and then what I think we should be looking at in terms of moving forward to further
0: strengthen Georgia's election processes. Ryan Germany is general counsel for the Secretary of State and walked lawmakers through various changes wrought by the coronavirus pandemic and then debunked some misconceptions about absentee voting and vote counting.
1: Elections in Georgia are run by local communities in each of our 159 counties. Within those communities, elections are overseen by a bipartisan board of of elections and registrations, or in the uh, 30-something counties where elections are run by the probate judge, the voter registration and absentee ballot signature verification function are overseen by a bipartisan board of registrars. There's a reason that elections in each county are run by a bipartisan board. It's to ensure that each political party has a voice and direct supervision and access into every part of the process.
0: Fulton County had a much more difficult task of answering for dozens of rough headlines over how its election was run.
1: As you all probably know, 10% of Georgia voters live in Fulton County. It is an all-hands-on-deck approach. It's something that we take very seriously. So many people across our county government have been very, very involved in the elections operation.
0: But all in all, that hearing steered lawmakers towards more ideas of how to tweak laws down the road. The afternoon hearing was something different. For about seven hours, a group of mostly Republican senators were in the front row of the Rudy Giuliani show as the president's personal attorney brought in several people to convince lawmakers they needed to overturn the election.
2: Um, If there's anything that's not truthful that... uh might come out of our mouth, I pray that you would just uh, remove that from, from our minds, give us civility. Lord, we just pray that the truth would be brought to light in this meeting and that everything that is said and done here would uh, bring honor to your name. We pray for your blessings on this uh, state and on this country. In Jesus'
0: name I pray, amen. Ray Smith, an Atlanta attorney for the Trump campaign, kicked things off. This hearing is
1: the tip of the iceberg. We are filing today a petition in the Fulton Superior Court contesting the results of the 2020 presidential election in Georgia. Because of the documented results of the 2020 presidential election in Georgia, because, excuse me, the irregularities and the abject failure of the Secretary of State of this uh, state and the counties to properly conduct of, of the election It is impossible, impossible, to certify the results of the 2020 presidential election.
0: Over the next several hours, we heard speculation about rooms being too cold for voting machines, heard from alleged experts who claimed tens of thousands of ballots needed to be thrown out because they were illegally cast and why the legislature needed to meet and appoint electors for Donald Trump. Along the way, most of the testimony got basic facts about Georgia wrong, used faulty statistics or methods to make their points, or repeated conspiracies and claims that have been debunked. Take this, for example, about a video showing supposed suitcases of ballots and State Farm Arena secretly added and counted after Republican observers were forced to leave.
1: From that point, which is going to be about 1025 when they all clear out, or 1030, and they will continue counting, unobserved, unsupervised, not in public view, as your statute requires, until about one in the morning.
0: But that's not how things work. State law allows, but does not require, partisan monitors to be present for counting. An investigation found those ballots were opened up earlier in the day and that there was nothing illegal or improper going on.
3: That what you saw, the secret suitcases of magic ballots, were actually ballots that had been packed into those uh, absentee ballot carriers by the workers in plain view of the monitors and the press. The reason they were packed away is because they were under the misbegotten impression that they were getting to go home. Which I, if, if you notice, when you go back to the, see the videos on this, they were packing these things up 10, 10.30 at night. You see some of the same people there at 7, and 7.30 and 8 o'clock in the morning setting up those tables. They had been there all day long. They were tired and wanted to go home and they thought they could.
0: A conservative legal scholar who falsely argued that vice president-elect Kamala Harris was not a U.S. citizen argued that Republican lawmakers had the authority to toss out the state's election results and appoint a slate of electors for Trump. And then, of course, there was Rudy.
2: Uh, distinguished members of the committee, thank you very much for giving us this hearing. I represent uh, President Trump along with Jenna Ellis. And... Uh, This is our fourth or fifth hearing, so I really appreciate the opportunity to get these facts out. We've had some difficulty getting a hearing, but I appreciate it very, very much. And I want to congratulate our local council on doing such a fine job for us here in Georgia. This is just only the tip of the iceberg of all the good work that he's done.
0: As a side note, Giuliani has since tested positive for COVID-19. He spent hours without a mask on, alongside members of the public and Republican lawmakers that didn't wear masks either. Saturday night, President Trump held a rally in Valdosta, Georgia, the first one since his defeat, to get out the vote for Senators David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler in the January 5th runoff that will decide control of the U.S. Senate. It only took a few sentences in to confirm suspicions that he would instead focus most of his energy on his election and make false claims about the vote counting process.
2: And I want to say, hello, Georgia. We did a great job. You know, we won Georgia, just so you understand. And we won Florida, and we won a lot of places.
0: The stakes of getting Republicans to turn out is high, so having people trust in the election system is paramount, which Trump somewhat acknowledged.
2: The voters of Georgia will determine which party runs every committee, writes every piece of legislation, controls every single taxpayer dollar.
0: But he just couldn't help himself. Trump mentioned the debunked suitcase full of ballots claim, aired clips from Newsmax and One America News alleging absentee ballot fraud, and said if he loses, he'd be totally chill about it.
2: And I have to say, if I lost, I'd be a very gracious loser. If I lost, I would say I lost. And I'd go to Florida and I'd take it easy and I'd go around and I'd say I did a good job. But you can't ever except when they steal and rig and rob.
0: Trump even decried phony, fake absentee ballots, then told his supporters to request those same ballots for the runoff. That came on the heels of a call Saturday morning where the president once again pushed for Governor Brian Kemp to call a special session to overturn the state's results and order an audit of signatures on absentee ballots. Trump was still fuming. He was in front of a sympathetic crowd that even shouted down David Perdue and encouraged Doug Collins to primary camp in 2022.
2: You gotta make sure your secretary of state knows what the hell he's doing.
0: By this time, state officials are just tired. Tired of counting ballots, tired of attacks from the president, and tired of all the misinformation.
3: It's just it. As I've said, and y'all have heard me say it before, it's like a ridiculous game of whack-a-mole. You just keep on finding the next one, and kind of keep. We're now at the point where they've recycled them. They're going back to the algorithm thing that, they, that they've been debunked before.
0: Meanwhile, there have been a number of court challenges. Remember last week, Giuliani and local attorney Ray Smith, whose expertise is not in elections, by the way, said that they were going to be filing an election contest in Fulton County, seeking to overturn the results. We waited and waited and found out Monday, the suit had been rejected because they failed to pay the filing fee or properly fill out the paperwork. Then another election challenge Rotten Fulton was dismissed Monday afternoon because they sued the wrong people, Raffensperger and Kemp. But the biggest exclamation point was a federal court hearing with Sidney Powell, the one-time member of Trump's legal team that claimed to release the Kraken of proving widespread fraud. In court Monday morning, Powell repeated claims about Fulton County, voting machines in Ware County, and others that have been debunked by state election officials as recently as that morning. Powell, who was also not an election attorney, told the judge that there was nowhere else this case could be filed, despite Georgia having a clear framework for where election challenges can be filed in a different court. The state mocked the crack in terminology, writing over the weekend that, quote, Much like the mythological Kraken monster after which plaintiffs have named this lawsuit, their claims of election fraud and malfeasance belong more to the Kraken's realm of mythos than they do reality. Judge Timothy Batten, appointed by President George W. Bush, dismissed the case from the bench saying that federal courts were not like 24-7 emergency rooms to run to whenever someone has a problem and finding that the Kraken was lacking standing, filed too late, and was requesting, quote, the most extraordinary relief ever sought in an elections case. In short, the Trump campaign's efforts to overturn the election have fallen short with the safe harbor deadline reaching the horizon but that still doesn't mean this battle is over. Republican lawmakers still want to make drastic changes to voting after this election. Republican lawmakers have given credence and support to Trump's fantasies, and the legislative session starts in just a few weeks' time. I'll leave you with this exhortation from Secretary of State Raffensberger to fellow Republicans, and all of us really, about moving on.
1: It is now time to direct our energies towards the January 5th, runoff election, and then to making Georgia an even better place to grow your businesses, raise your families, and enjoy prosperity here in Georgia.
0: Thank you. Still to come, why election day went so smoothly, and we talk about the Senate debates, empty lectern and all, and what absentee voting for the runoff might look like. I'm Stephen Fowler. This is Battleground Ballot Box, a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. You can subscribe to our show at gpb.org battleground or anywhere you get podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Our editor is Wayne Drash. Our intern is Eva Rothenberg. The show is mixed by Jesse Neiswanger. And the director of podcasting is Sean Powers. Thanks for listening.